I'm Rhea. Champagne. Prima. And Lynn. And we are here once again bringing you our book to movie adaptation. Today's book is Little Fires Everywhere. Mm, 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 mm. By Celeste Everywhere. By who, Celeste Ng? Yes. Oh. Okay, Little Fires. Um, Little Fires was on what? Hulu. Hulu. Shout out to the Hulu for bringing us you know what you. <laughs> Wait, have we read a Celeste E book before? No. no. I think you're calling of uh, Nicola Yoon. Oh, yeah. It was similar writing style, but um, no, not the same person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for that clarification, because for some reason, I was feeling like we had. Uh, in the meantime, time, let you know it's pronounced ing, but we already know that. But just so some of the other folks don't know. Just so you know. Thanks. Thank you, Ray. We appreciate that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So chill over there. Uh, <laughs> I, we are drinking more. Our favorite so far. More, um, more, more. Muscat by Cooper's Hawk Winery. Mm. We love it. It's refreshing. It's not too sweet, but sweet enough. It's perfect. And with a little slither of some sourdough bread. Mm, mm, mm. Or just the wine. It, yeah, we're going to go with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with just the wine, so, but thanks. <laughs> and thanks All to right. Treva for being our wine fairy and dropping off some wine to us. It was a nice surprise. Yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Bring us more and more and more. I was just comfortable with like one, but yeah, sure. More. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I am not going to overstep my boundary so that I get more wine. Okay, so let's jump into this adaptation. Yes, please. Or I guess the story. Did you guys enjoy reading the book? Loved it. I did. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I did too. It was, it was enough really to keep me going, keep me engaged, you know? Yeah, it, it was very, um, like you said, it, it definitely kept me engaged. I like the mystery of it. I'm like, where is this going? Right, because you really didn't know where the book was taking you. I thought it was oh, a very good story. I had, like, different ideas in my head of, like, where things would go, how it was going to be, who was going to be the one setting fires, and right. and it just kept turning and turning and turning and changing, so I loved it. The right. book, per se. The movie, too, but, like, the I mean, the show, but the book really did. Yeah. So, the adaptation, the movie, mm-hmm. what y'all think about that? <laughs> um, I understand that for the first time in the history of our podcast, Lynn has four pages of notes based on this movie. You do? My chicken scratch, but yeah, I was I was pulling a champagne like <clears throat> and I don't like and I don't like and I do like and I do like. Yeah. You understand now. I picked out that dip like. Let's go about it. Say what? Let's hear a little bit about it. Somebody want, somebody want to get her? I don't, I, don't. I don't understand. You're not in the camera, really. I'm not. You're off to the side. <laughs> like, you're falling out of your chair. That's better. Thank you. <laughs> I something has happened in here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to figure out what just went on. When I, I tell think... you something just, like, fell from the sky inside of a room, and I can hear this whistling, I'm, like, really ready to crawl, like, the ghost hunters or something. I, don't <laughs> I know think the common happened. denominator is you or yeah. the outsider. Either one. Yeah, I think it's the wine. So you guys can start talking. I'm going to try to fix up what has happened over here from whatever being. Mm-mm. But I'm listening and I will be commenting. Um, That can't wait. Yeah, right. My lighting is off. No, it's not. The only thing that continues to be off is that you keep coming out of frame. Or that's off as you. What's, well, that's my problem, people. Like right there, you're perfect. 
perfect. Why don't you just stay there? I'm perfect. Oh my God. Okay, so Lynn, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to follow up from that. Like, like, what is this? What is this? Okay, so one of the first notes that I had is the the seventy cents. Like that was the same amount that Izzy used on the bus when she was running away. And it's the same thing that um that BB had when she used at um to try to buy the formula. So like small things like that were like happening from the beginning to the end. So yeah. I yeah. felt I like have no idea what you're talking about. Seven <laughs> okay. change. It was really cool. So, Neither did do I. <laughs> what champagne? That's formula. Wait, what are you talking that about? What you? Okay, so when BB was crying and upset and she was trying to get um I get Mei Ling to stop crying, she went to the store to try oh. to buy formula and all she had was 70 cents. Yeah. And she was like, you know, they said no for the formula. And then at the end, when Izzy was trying to get on the bus to pay for her ticket, all she had was 70 cents. Yeah. I remember so I that. Like, you're good. You're so good. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, I was lost when you were talking, but I have actually a note about that because to me, that was a whole privilege thing that came into the picture. Exactly. And also, I feel like the author, I mean, the author, the director and the screenplay writer actually read the book. Yes. Be able to tie those things together. I was like, thank you for actually reading the book. Right. <laughs> but that when I saw that at the end, I was like, mm-hmm. see, that's the difference between the two right there. That's some old privilege right there. That's what it's about. And that's what I feel like the show kind of was like getting towards was like the privilege, like cultural differences, the assumptions. So I, at that point, I realized that that was important, but not like super significant. But I like the connection they were making with that. Right. Yeah. But I, I do have a question, it, it though. It did make uh-huh. a deep connection with this whole racial tension and the LGBT community, which wasn't real prevalent in the book to me. Um, exactly. So I feel like they changed the dynamic of the story and made it, I guess, more relevant to kind of what's going on today. Well, really cultural driven. And I was like, I didn't find yeah. the book that culturally like pushy. But yeah. the the show, I definitely did. I was like, all right, well, that was one of the whole questions culture. that I really wanted to be able to pose to Celeste. Like, was this a message that you were trying to put out? Um, was this something that you you always really wanted to put in the book, and or you you know just wasn't able to, or you know how did that come about? Because it was a very interesting um, change from the book. Yeah, it could have been that she wanted to just stay neutral in the book and then the movie gave her the outlet to kind of reach a little further. Maybe. That's a good question. Because she produced it, so whatever happened, she did. So that's why I was like, we should try to we should try to get a combo with her. I did. Reach out. Okay. Well maybe she'll hit us back. Because that is a great question. Wait till you're sober to reach out again. Um, one of the other questions that I had was in the opening scene of episode two, she was like having sex with some guy in the car and then Pearl was in the back. And I'm just like, wait, was she just like, was she the prostitute or like, (laughs) like I get in the book, it made it seem like she did not have sex at all. Like she she was was an asexual person, like, yeah, interest in sex. Mm hmm. 
Exactly. And that then like bothered me because I did not like how it portrayed her. She exactly she, it made it seem kind of dirty. Like that would do do that with her kid in the car. Like I just right. that blew me. Even if she was sleeping or not. And then like in the book, it made it seem like like um her whole life, Mia's whole life was about Pearl. Like yeah. she had no relationships um with men that were like sexual or dating because it was always about Pearl. And then right. in the show, it was like, Yeah, I'm gonna sit here and like have sex in a car with my child, not even two feet away. Like I I didn't like how it transitioned from like her being a strong mother to being like, Oh, I'm a mother by getting my freak on in the car. And like the guy, she was like, you gotta go. And the guy is like hops up and like tucks his penis in and leaves. Like what? There was no like, bye, see you later. No hug. So that to me seemed like she was a prostitute. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you go from the book to this? Like, I don't get her character and why you changed who she was. Right. I hated everything about Mia's character in the movie. And then also, Lynn, did you notice, not only did she act that way, but she obviously had no problem expressing that to her child because she kind of repeated that. Like, my mom is really about having sex with whoever, whenever, you know, this free blah, 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 because she said that. Yes, Pearl did say that. And I was just like, that's not what how the relationship was. Exactly. It was like, my mom is about me and her art. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then all of a sudden now you sleep with guys in the front seat and then uh, the random um, owner of the Chinese place. I'm just like, really? come on. What You're changing Mia to be this negative person when she wasn't. Which really yeah, bothered me. Negative and just bitter. And I'm and like, that is not how I visioned her in while reading so the book. Bitter. The movie was like, you guys, you guys vision her oh. as a black woman? Yeah, yeah I did. I did. Okay, because I envisioned her as a black woman. I actually envisioned her more as biracial mm-hmm. for some reason. And but the so, favorite in the black side. Bingo. And so it bothered me a little bit because I felt like when you now put book to movie, she's 100% black looking and acting. And yes. Um, and now she's the angry black girl. And angry, like don't bother put angry. all black people that way. That bothered me. That's why those are the questions that I really want to pose to Celeste. Like, what was that about? Ooh, my chair, Did your chair just dropped. Yes, I'm to tell you. What do you want to You know what? You need to stop drinking because something's going on with the I saw the cloak. I was like, what's happening over there? Anything. So I don't know if it was about Carrie Washington or if it was about how that character needed to be portrayed because the attitude you talking to me yeah, I'm, I'm making notes because I talked about oh, I talked about too. Oh, no um because the attitude to me was kind of a typical scandal Carrie, Carrie Washington right yes and so I don't know if her personality changed the whole care that whole character mm-hmm. or if that's really what Celeste wanted but I I was not happy at all with that attitude, because she was so carefree and light to me in the book, like everything just flower child. And you can hear her saying, you know, no worries or something like that. Like I just, or even I, the way that she interacted with the people in Shaker is like, even with like um, uh, Reese Witherspoon's character, um, Elena. Yeah. Um, I still 
I mean, yeah, she was kind of like not angry with her, but kind of like, you know, keep her at a distance because right. she's privileged right. in the book. But like, she wasn't like, what do you want? Why are you here? Why are you asking me to be your maid? It was like all these things that she kind of just came across as aggressive. And I'm like, exactly. that wasn't how I read in the book. Like in the book, she was kind of like, I see what you're saying. It's a job. I get money. I'm an artist. I'm go with the flow. I learn about it through experiences. And this one, she was like, no, I don't do that. No, exactly. not that. In the book, she like, didn't care. Yeah, money and putting food on the table for her and her daughter. She cared what type of job. Exactly. And that really, really bothered me. I was like, I just don't understand. Like, one thing is I didn't like, they did do the background story with her and Pauline a lot. And I like that. Mm -hmm. But I did not catch a sexual relationship at all in the book. Pauline and the lady of the art the art center, they were a couple. That's what yes. I thought. And then yes. I was like, did I read something incorrectly? Like, they you were, see, they they were sleeping together naked in the bathtub? Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the photo came from? Right. Well, and oh. that wasn't the photo that was on top of the mantle uh, either. Champagne got some. Go ahead, champagne. champagne. Get it, girl. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you got to say, girl? What? What? Not so, girl. That freaking photo, for one, the photo that was shown before it showed the backstory was the young Kerry Washington. Not the, and the photo that she sold was actually Curry. Yeah, they messed that up. They messed that up. Wasn't the and one that editing. she sold was the monster one with her like dancing around? No, Not the one no, in her in the tub? No, that one. The one oh, she said so I pregnant. Ignore that note then because I miss. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because they were all like, yeah, that is her. That is her. It's just a younger version of her. Um, in the picture, it was actually her. They should have used the other girl. Yes. I think I'm confusing two parts, but I'm back. Okay, so yeah. so when, when they, she needed the four hundred thousand dollars or the thirty thousand dollars, but four hundred thousand dollars, how much she got? She sold that one of her in the bathtub with a pregnant belly. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking at the end when she was like wrapping up the picture with the monsters on it. So sorry, my bad. I connect two different things. I'm gonna raise status. My bad. Right. <laughs> when, they, when they did the whole episode of Young Mia, is when Mia took the picture or Pauline Pauline took the picture. Mm-hmm. In the bathtub, which the bathtub is not that big. Huh? The bathtub is not that big. No, it wasn't. Hell but when the belly and all, ain't that, ain't that big. <laughs> when it went to sell the picture, was actually the older Carrie Washington. So it yes. doesn't, it didn't make sense. You know, they messed up completely on that one. Yeah, yeah. they messed up a lot. They yeah. did. They did. <laughs> I'm over here checking off my list, making sure I'm talking about things. Feeling like no champagne over here. You know, I he, love it. Huh? See, I, I didn't like Mia going off on Lexi about the privilege. I understood it, but it wasn't in the book. It had nothing to do with anything. You was you was there. The she whole was, book was saying she was consoling her. Yeah, she exactly. was helpful and being a guy, a guiding like person, not like a chastising person. Not like I the agree, angry champagne woman. Right. It wasn't an angry, but I really so personally, I really feel like. Carrie Washington changed this book. Now, I don't know. That could just be me. But it just was so much of her with her other characters that I felt like the actress is who changed the book. I mean, I don't know. You know, Celeste, of course, produced it. She could make it go however she wanted. But I just feel like it almost took on the role of the actress and not really the role of the story. Yeah, I agreed. I want to say something about that, not to jump to casting, but I have to get it off my chest because I'm about to burst. Um... (laughs) You see how, now I feel like the young Mia, the young lady who played young Mia, was spot on in playing Carrie Washington. Yes. Her whole 
mannerism, everything is this the way she talked and every every little thing was her. Great yes. little actress. Yes. Tiffany Bourne. Yes. The, Perfect. But yes, I agree, Champagne. Yeah. The problem is, is that I don't like how Carrie Washington acts. So it was just like I can't I can't have two of them. I can't. <laughs> Her chopped up speech and she like she breaks things down. I get it. She's trying to be like influencing, but like she just like chops down her words to make sure like they're prevalent in like some ways, but then it just sounds like a chopped up sentence and not like you're being like a strong black woman. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. I'm telling you, because I was addicted to scandal and I love Carrie Washington, I just feel like somehow that role wasn't separated. Like, normal people don't talk like that. And so that's what really bothered me. Even if she was this eccentric person that thinks carefully about what they say, it it didn't come across that way. It came across as, put it, Maybe it's because like that's what gave her her like big fame was the Olivia Pope character mm-hmm. that she thought that she had to bring a little bit of that with her into this role uh, to make sure that she brought her fans with her. And yeah. I'm like, to me, if you show the diversity and that you can actually be a different character, be that strong black woman, be that artistic, go with the flow hippie, that right there showing the variance of it is going to pull me in as a fan. Not you being Carrie Washington as Olivia Pope 18 times. Right. And I feel like the person who made the movie or the series was looking at that awe factor they have in Reese Willis, Witherspoon and Kerry Washington on there. I think that's why yeah, that big name. That oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel agree. like the director gave her the direction. I mean, because I, I actually love Kerry Washington as an actress. And again, just like Rhea, I was addicted to Scandal. Scandal. But I just feel like the director has to give the direction. And it and it may be that the director wanted that same Olivia Pope because that would draw people in to watch the movie. So I agree with you. It's that awe factor bringing everybody back to, um, you know, who she was. Because I also look at Pearl. And at no time in that book was she ever disrespectful to her mother. Was she rude? Was yes. she even to go live no. with Reese Witherspoon's family? Like that whole dynamic, again, was an angry black girl, little girl, who's going to grow up an angry black yeah. woman. And that wasn't Pearl's character. She was a very no. loving little girl. And, and I it understood her mom to the point of like, you know what? This is who she is. Mm-hmm. She's always been exactly. the same way. I respect her for who she is. Yeah, there's things that we don't talk about, but I know that my mom's always going to look out for me and take care of my best well-being. Point point. And, and that was I not in not, the movie. I did the not fact like that both the of them were angry. Yeah, go ahead. The fact that both of them were angry tells me that I think that's the that's the direction the, the director wanted. I well, just, that's the problem. It is. <laughs> yeah. To me, the movie, the um, the the book was so much. You know, she had the, Mia had so much more control over the situation, and then I just feel like in the movie, she just had no control. Everything just went kaput, and then she did that face that's like all that crying and fighting that? and all that stuff. <laughs> she did not lose control like that in the book. She had it together. No. She was poised and just nah. This is the way. And be like, I life is what it is. Fortune. We're gonna accept it the way it comes at me, but we're gonna find a conclusion from this problem yeah how i took it in the book and then this was like oh i gotta be on my offense and defense and this and that but the versus the book was just like ah you know I, we're gonna pop solve this problem cool what yeah. bothers me is that you know you look at this and it may be just me you look at this tv show and see that it's a hit but you kind of wonder okay but why is it a hit? are y'all laughing 
at the angry black woman? Like, because we already, it's already a stereotype. Why is this? I hope it's not because that's why it's successful. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Make you think, man. Are y'all laughing at me? You know, quarantine make you woke. <laughs> I'm swimming in the mud. It's so deep in the water, girl. No, I agree with you, though. I just, I don't, I, I'm like, you know, you don't need that to sell. You don't. And, and Pearl being ashamed of her mother. Like, it was a good story. Yeah. And it was such a good story before, and I feel like they just changed the. And you know what's funny? I put a note, and it says, "I feel like they changed the meaning of little fires everywhere." And it went from like you don't know what your what like kind of like olive branch or like what path you're gonna take. So the little fires definitely change your path, as I took from the book. But this one was like you never know what kind of dirt you're gonna dig up about somebody with like um, Ellen or um, Elena and like. Uh, Lexi and her getting pregnant or whatever. And like, I feel like those were the fires. I feel like they changed the meaning of little fires everywhere from the book to yeah. the movie. And I'm just like, why well, did you do that? The movie, they, they presented it as a fresh start. You burn everything down and you get a fresh start. Remember she well, said- Well, they did talk about that a little bit in the movie. And I, I put a, a note that like the scorched earth talk that Mia had, like what was the- actually very powerful, but like wrong timing. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I get it, it was completely like- different. The book to me felt like, you know, there's all these little things going on in everybody's life that you have to kind of work to put out to keep life going. Um, but it was still on some positive note. And this to me was just like depressing. Burn this shit down. It was keep negative. I felt and like the whole, see what happens. the whole TV show is it was it was negative. And I, I don't like I said, it must be me and the black power thing. But do we supposed to find comfort at, in the white person being with the white people's house? You know what I'm saying? Like, daughter, that's how they presented Pearl. Like things were yeah, perfect. Like I'm more comfortable. There. And now I'm ashamed of my mom because we don't live like that. Right. But to add to that wow. statement, Champagne, I feel like they changed it at the end and was like, see, um, Izzy was so unhappy in this white uh, cookie cutter Christmas card with like the plaid on like lifestyle that she knew she didn't fit in and she needed to be more of a free spirit with Mia. So I feel like they were going for that and they changed it at the end and was like, nah, you need to be a free agent. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind the, the I didn't mind the comparison because I felt like um, really in life, not just with black or white issues, it could be black, black, white, white. Somebody always thinks the grass is so much greener on the other side because they don't actually see what's going on inside that household. And so, you know, you get these beautiful Christmas cards, you get this wonderful mom's involved in everything, but you don't know inside the doors that everybody's ready to tear their tear each other apart or one's ready to commit suicide or one's ready. You know, you just don't know. So I, I like that aspect that came out of it. I just don't like the way they change the dynamic. Why can't the 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 single black mom and her daughter have a pretty good relationship? Like, right. why can't they just be Look okay? Because it don't sell. That would have sold. It was still a good story. I mean, to them, I mean, they don't feel maybe they don't feel like it's going to sell having a positive black outlook. Like it. So, Celeste, listen to this and let us talk to you because we're just trying to figure out where why. Where were you going? Is this what you always wanted or is this just a new spin just for TV? I don't know. I want to know. So I have a question to pose to you guys. In this situation, who was wrong? Who was more wrong? Which mother? Mia or Elena? What do you guys think? Or Sorry, they both were wrong, but who was more wrong, I should say? I think the new 
Carrie Washington Mia was wrong. <laughs> After the most miserable movie, yeah. We mean new. Um, I mean, the way they changed her was wrong. Like, I think if I saw them, if the movie was exactly like the book, I would, all blame goes to the other psycho. Oh, but I'm sorry. I wait. didn't mean like which change was the worst. I meant like in the each point. situation as in, in the uh, show. So like Carrie Washington lying to her daughter. I'm sorry, uh, Mia lying to her daughter, not telling her about the father and the whole situation and how it came out versus Elena kind of like, like scooting things under the rug and then ostracizing one of her own daughters to her that doesn't fit into her cookie cutter lifestyle. So which one oh, do you I think? think that, like- I definitely think Elena was more wrong. I mean, okay. I think Elena, I mean, I, I get Mia's side of it. I mean, I think Mia waited too long to give her the truth. She was too old. I understand hiding the truth for a little while until they get about 11 or 12. And then maybe you kind of got to tell them what happened. Um, but I think that, Ale- that Elena definitely just, like she alienated her entire family to be what she felt like her mom wanted her to be instead it's of just higher. Because she was, she was happy. She was happy at some point. And so she switched her lifestyle to make her mom happy, which actually made her miserable and made everyone around her miserable, including her husband. Like, you know, that was whole, that was horrible. Well, I think I I think Elena also. And I think in the series, the husband put it best. You brought Mia into our situation or into this life. You were you felt so bad at this. Oh, this poor black woman don't got no body. I'm going to do the right thing as my white privilege and offer her this place or whatever. So she initiated all of this. So she's the bad guy for me. Treva. <laughs> That's why I posed this question because I, I, I literally wrote it down in like all caps and like circled it to make sure I asked it because I was thinking in my head I was going back and forth on which one. So I wanted to know all of you guys' opinions. So, I mean, I look at the Mia character and just the bouncing from town to town and the limited stability that she provided for her daughter, which again is another stereotype of African-Americans where they don't necessarily have these stable households. So there's a part of me that's torn that feels like, you know what? You should have did something so that they could be a little bit more stable. Because even if she had sold a picture and still was sort of free fall, it would have been enough so that she could pay rent and that Mia could have a stable home. And so I'm not real happy with that aspect of it. And I think sometimes- her name, so you're good. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes that has um, a lot- a more negative effect on kids in the long run. But then I also have problems with the Witherspoon. So I'm really torn because that whole isolation of the one child breaks my heart. Oh, yeah. And no matter what happened, um, that child was treated so poorly. Now, the book went into a lot more detail as to why that was. And it was really out of fear for her daughter mm-hmm. that she projected that. I wish the movie would have showed more of that. So at least you had an understanding about where she was going. So I don't know. I can't answer that question. I'm torn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was like, I, I'm with you, Treva. And I say that because in the book, it was like, yeah, Mia moved from town to town with her daughter and didn't really tell her what was going on. But they had a mutual respect for each other. They loved each other. And when they got the shaker, um, Mia bonded with Izzy. And in the movie, I felt like it was like touched upon here and there. She got a key and came over and like looked at her art. But like in the book, I felt like it was really a lot more of a connection. Like she felt that Mia saw her versus not being seen at home. So I felt like Mia was like a protagonist. Like she was kind of bad because she was a liar, but then still an antagonist because she, right. I'm sorry, I had to reverse. But anyways, yep. she got felt- 
Yeah, she felt like she could help in some way because she saw the other free spirit in this child. So she was a guidance to her. So I felt like in the book, it was like either or. In the movie, she was just dead wrong for how she did things. But I felt like it was not the good outweighed the bad. And with Elena, I just felt like she just built a whole different... Thank you. you. She just built a whole different, like, false reality for her family. And her family felt like that was okay. Well, I'm sorry, not okay. That was how they should be living because that's what they saw every day. They all knew it was wrong, hence why at the end of the movie or show, they just, like, burn everything down. But at the same time, like, you created this horrible mess Elena did and you are wrong for what you did but instead of being like um, you know what happened and she was like I did this like no I'm gonna need you to actually realize that like your children (laughs) not just one all of them hate you because of you Mm -hmm. so who do I think more like is I guess is more wrong in the situation I think Elena and for a while it's been to go back and forth about it because morally it seemed wrong more wrong for um Mia in the in the show, but if you think about like the long run about it, Elena was. I mean, so in the book, hands down, I felt like it was Elena, but the movie because of the way they changed. Yeah, um, they left out their connections with other people. Just, yeah, besides yeah. BB, and that was it. It was like, oh, I'm helping you out because you're a single mom too. Like that yeah. was it. But like she had Mia had connections with Izzy. Mia had connections with um Lexi. She had connections with Moody and yep. like everybody even the people at her job and yeah. like they left all that out like making her this like like you said angry black woman and it's feel like if they knew the book mia they would see her differently than the movie or the show mia yeah. yeah and that's why i wanted to pose that question because i'm just like i was so torn about who was more of the wrong in the situation but yeah. it's yeah. a toss up honestly but yeah i started like you know taking champagne's like you know lead and making my notes and actually saying like hmm and also listeners please tell us what you think too because i would love more feedback on this question i feel like it's only touched the surface so tell us what you think please right Right. but i want listeners to read the book also because (laughs) yes please that's not i mean that question to me isn't as powerful in the book because it's crystal clear who who this bad person is but the movie just changed because it changed the dynamics and sort of like there's just there's always a lot going on in that movie well i was reading like facebook statuses of people that were reading or watching the show and they're like oh the show is so good i can't believe that like um elena did that and this and that and i'm just like all right i get your opinion but do your background research like read the book (laughs) Right. And like, think about the who they are as people, yeah. and people that are shown in the movie aren't who was portrayed in the book. Yeah. And so I commented on every single one of them, and I was like, for I one, "Please read the book and then get back to me." And for two, in a couple of weeks, listen to the podcast and see what you think after that. <laughs> the podcast, yes, Lynn. So, and I was like, "Here's the link. I'll tag you." Um, but yeah, I just was like, I wanted to know people thought because uh, every mother, every woman and all of us being women of color think differently. Yeah, we have some similarities, but we all think differently. We all value different things. And I feel like Mia was not the representation that I wanted it to be in the show. Right. At all. Why does she always have to get high to do art? Like, can't she do what? art? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's already high on life. You're an artist. Do great art without being high. Like. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're an 
artist. You don't need to be hot. But it's another stereotype. On this, it's another stereotype. I said you didn't have your laundry list of um. I did, but Lynn touched on a lot of mine too. Oh, because <laughs> we were here. We were here. Thank you. We were here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm okay. It's funny because I started like writing things down, and I was like, "That's something that Champagne would say." The inner <laughs> Champagne was coming out. Like, I know you really like you really always hone in on those differences, mm-hmm. and so I was picking up the little differences, and I was like, "Champagne's gonna point that out too." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about you. <laughs> so what do you guys think about the cast? Oh, yeah. I like Harry Washington and everything else. Um, Prior to Scandal, I did not. Scandal, I loved. But in this role, I did not see her as Mia. Everyone else was perfect. Did you guys see, like, um, what's her name? Lisa Bonet or, 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 is that her name? Am I thinking of that? Yeah, Lisa Bonet or or even her daughter, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Like, I could see the, them, either one of them two playing Mia. It just oh, definitely Zoe, but like the character spirit. Yeah. Um, and I actually liked the dynamic between um, Reese Witherspoon and Joshua Jackson, who played Bill Richardson, her husband. Yeah. Together in, like, the whole, like, 90s teeny bopper yeah, movies. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't in the same movies that like together that often but they were in the same group of friends like um Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband Ryan Flippy is like best friends with Joshua Jackson so Mm -hmm. seeing their vibe on screen was actually pretty awesome for me plus it was the 90s in like middle school high school and that was like right prime for me so like seeing all the like it was like flashbacks and I was like yes (laughs) cruel intentions is back (laughs) yeah I don't even remember him what about like her ex Dawson's Creek come on I don't watch Dawson's Creek. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. What about I was saying, what do you guys think about, like, the scenes with her ex? So, uh, did I miss it? Because I don't remember the ex in the book. Was it wasn't in- at all. It wasn't. Uh, I don't even remember, I don't even remember no. anything about it. Nowhere. Um, Luke Bra- uh, Brassy. He played Jamie Cl- um, Captain. Kaplan. Sorry, I can't speak. No. That's why I was like, where did that come? I mean, it was a cool dynamic, I you, guess. But, but it, it made her look more like a floozy. Well, it definitely showed her being unhappy and why she was unhappy and the fact that and she kind of ruined her life for this cookie-cutter lifestyle. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She never followed her heart, ever. Yes, that but, she had a little bit of dirt. she didn't allow her children to. Right. But you know what I thought that they did a pretty good job I, was... I um, the husband... Um, well, the adoptive family, the Ryans. Of course, Jesse Williams is everybody's favorite. I'm not a huge fan of him, even though I do watch Grey's Anatomy, but he uses the whole light skin, light eye privilege part way too much for me. He did fit that role well, but his wife. Watch it, fucker! Now watch it! Don't you uh, talk, talk bad about Jesse. He's basically my brother, so yeah. I was I gonna say, if out of all of us, Lynn probably is the only one who could, yeah, say, can speak freely because she fits in the category. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I could say like, nah, bro, let it go. Um, but uh, Madeline Ryan, the wife, uh, Nicole Bihari, I guess is her name. Her, um, when I saw her the, for the first time with the curly hair, and she actually looked like I get why their character was looking at Mia. I meant Mia. Yeah, Mia, when she was younger, and yeah. being like, you look like my, my wife. They did a good yeah. job with the casting to make sure that, like, they actually kind of had some similarities, yeah. not just curly hair. So I feel yeah. like sometimes they see a black woman and it's like, oh, she has curly yeah. hair. 
she's this skin tone, boom, they look alike. Exactly. Like, this one, they actually chose two actresses that had a resemblance, and you can kind of see why the husband, Mr. Ryan, chose. Staring at her, her. following her. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I did like that but part see, of the cast. they made his thing so freaking creepy. Like, but, but that's how she described it in the book. Like, you know, like, oh, man, I didn't get that much of a creeper creep. Oh, creep I did. But, Okay. Remember, she was like, you know, my friends tell me I should like, you know, my friend talked to me about this before. Like, I should have called the police, but you know, young and dumb, I agreed to meet him like that. I did get creeper out of it. Okay. I don't know how this young girl turned into Kerry Washington, but I mean, <laughs> I think you know, the two of them was kind of cool. And even though he has like a lighter eye, he still has a very piercing look. So can you imagine like that piercing stare across a, a subway train in New York? I'd be like. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know that I've been like, I would have been like this. What? What did you say? See, I'm going to have your baby. And we're going to do it the old fashioned way. That's for sure. I would say, <laughs> I am your sister. This is disgusting. Stop looking at me. He <laughs> does look like he could be a member of our family, believe me. Exactly. So I can't, mm, I can't do it. He probably is, just like Michael Ely. But that's a whole nother story. And anyway. So. Why does every conversation have to revert back to Michael Ely? Because Michael Ely's your brother. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you guys think about Lexi Underwood? She played Pearl as a, like, not as a character. Oh, I she fit that poor like Pearl her. role. I Love. think she fit the role perfectly. I actually loved her as an actor. I just didn't like the way they changed her personality in the storyline, yeah. but I think she did a great job. Oh, I agree. I think all, the entire younger generation, for me, each person fit exactly how I pictured them in the book. And yeah. I was, I mean, they, they, it was a good, I thought that was a good casting. Agreed. And I loved Izzy. Like she played, when she wrote on her forehead, first of all, dead. But her whole, like, she still looked like she fit in that family, but then her Doc Martens and like the darker look and the like she was still being herself, but like trying not to. I mean, she was like, you know, shaking, like rattling the cage, but like she wasn't blowing things up yet. And that whole scene with her and being um, a lesbian with her best friend, April. At yeah, first, perfect. I was like, what kind of addition was that? But then I kind of like it because it kind of extenuated her eccentricness a little bit more. Yeah. That she but really like, didn't fit in her we family. Can't, we can't like one part, but not like the other. Like, to me, stick to the freaking book, will you please? <laughs> <laughs> but she, um, the the scene where they showed Reese Witherspoon cutting her out of the picture. Oh! about it. And then she saw the and in the trash can. It oh, broke man. my heart. Broke like, my heart. Oh, it's so but you sad. see, it broke the husband's heart too. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he knew it. He knew how she felt and how she was because he always like no, like let off Lexi. I mean, I'm Izzy. Let let off. And to see it like tangibly see how your wife felt to, about your children. And then for her to throw it back up and be like, I didn't want a fourth kid. I was like, oh, wait God. a minute. Not only to throw it back up in his face, but the chick told the child that. Like, who does that? Mm-hmm. I ain't want you anyway. Really? But, and she was like, well, cool, I'm out. <laughs> but it also shows... It also but I do love how the other... Sorry, Champagne, go ahead. It also shows that, Elena, you made her this way, clearly. If you treated her this way, indirectly, directly, 
she felt it and probably was brought up that way. My mom hates me, so she's going to have that attitude towards you. Instead of just like showing her something different just to try to prove her wrong. You're right. You hate you. I'm different and you hate me. So I'm going to just, you know, you know, emphasize my difference all day long. But then the other kids definitely felt it and saw it. And so they they kind of muted the point for a while. But at the end, they were like, bro, we always knew you did. Go fix it. Like telling their mom, like, this is your fault. Go fix it. And she didn't. They all were like, look, we're going to side against the person that has been true to us from day one. And it hasn't been you, mom. So right. I but also to me, it's, it, you know, a lot of these kinds of stories, you look back to even how, you know, as a child, you may notice it. And so you can throw it up in that person's face discreetly to make it make her feel that way. Because, I mean, clearly her sister knew it. I mean, she said, what do you think mom's going to believe me or you? Yeah. Like, right. you know, so she played on it, too, which she would as a child. Um, but it shows how it was just very clear. So if it was clear to them, it was seven times that amount to her specifically personally so i just yeah i felt bad and because i was such a bad child sometimes i think yeah well you just do stuff just to be mean but when you're the bad child you know what i mean hmm what yeah okay so i'm gonna segue to a i don't even understand she didn't finish that thought so i'm yeah. like what <laughs> so how did you guys i mean i will agree that you were the bad child yeah what you were supposed to say, no, Ray, you weren't the bad child. I was trying to segue away from that, Treva. We wow. see drinking. Don't let me start it, because I can tell you about drinking. vacations that bad child ruined. She okay. did everything except for write on her forehead. I believe I wrote on my forehead, too. <laughs> I don't get it. It's your own forehead. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. Um, how did you guys feel about... I know we're going back to the movie, or the show, not the casting, but um, Lexi's boyfriend. Did you... I, I mean, loved I did him in the movie. Oh, my gosh. I loved him in the movie because he was like, what you talking you about? You stole her story. <laughs> well, I, okay, so when we talk about the portrayal of Black people, you know, the power to the people Champagne was talking about earlier, I really loved the way that she portrayed the Black male in here. It wasn't, you know, this troublemaker or hood rat or anything like that. She made him smart. She made him educated and she made him check this girl on the ignorance that was coming out of her mouth. Wise, you're right. You're right. Yes. Boost. I love it. Boost. She nailed that. His name is Savante Hart and he played Brian Harlins in the in the show. But I agree. Like I I've seen him in other stuff. He's really good. I don't remember him and other things, but I do. Um, I loved how who he was, who he stood for, how he said, like, I loved you and who you were. But this you I don't love. And I, that he, was just like wise beyond his years for high school is what I felt like. Wasn't he the um, wasn't he the younger version um, in This Is Us? Um, I am looking on the IMBD site. Shout out to IMBD. And I do not see him on there for that. He was on Queen Sugar for uh, 12 episodes. He was on a short film for Grounds. Oh, um, maybe Queen Sugar, I'm thinking, because I'm addicted to that, too. I think he might maybe it was the one that got arrested that started the trouble that was in jail for a minute. I think that might have been him. Yeah. He was riot- riding with the other little boy on the What's show. What's the same plan again? I forgot. Um, sorry, I just went to something. I went to a totally different page on my IMBD. Give me one second. It was Savante Hart. Thank you. And his, or Stevante is S-T-E-V-O-N-T-E. 
Maybe Stevante. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's dope. I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted to know what you guys thought about like the dynamic between him and um, Lexi because she was totally trying to fall into that whole like I have a boyfriend, we're so in love. I gave you my virginity. You're the uh, quarterback of the football team, and you're black, cool. so it gives me street cred. And, and then it's he like, was like, nah, bro. Yeah, he was like, nah, bro. Like you stole a, somebody else's struggle. Like you don't get any cred for that. You exactly. like if you're just sleeping with me, you don't get no cred for that. I was like, yes. And by the way, Brian? I don't like coming to your house because your mama's always bringing up Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King racist. <laughs> She's an undercover racist. And don't even and then, know. Um, he and Pearl connected over the undercover racism. That's awesome. Like how they were like, yeah, well, I don't like it either. It was awesome. I, I mean, I loved his character. Well, his character. And even like in the book, I liked it. I liked who he was because he just seemed like he was kind of like this neutral person just right. hugging her around. Lexi, he loved her, but like it, the whole kid thing, it just was a little off. But like right. it was, he was there. He was like, I'm not kind of kids. Bam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the book, tur- I mean, the movie or the show just turned it around to this like positive black male role. And I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. I love it. OK, I think I've done I'm done my list now so I can shut up. Are so, you sure you have nothing else that you want to talk about? Lynn? Are you I sure? told you I pulled a whole list. I was like, to <laughs> talk about this. Champagne's going to talk about that. <laughs> I was not coming inadequate. I mean, the fact that Champagne has nothing to add now because you've covered everything. (laughs) I am fully proud of myself. (laughs) I'm proud of you too. Thank you. Once again. (laughs) Gold star. Gold star for Lynn. I wish I had a gold star to give you. Okay, ladies. How are we going to rate this book to movie adaptation? I'm going to give it a half glass. And I'm giving it a half glass because I feel like everyone outside of Kerry Washington's character, I think, well, in Pearl, I think they did a really good job um, mastering everyone else. And they kind of followed the storyline for the most part. Um, So for me, it's a half glass. Lynn, what you think? I give it a long day at work because I, I think that they took the like the basis of story and just ran with it to a point where I didn't really like it. But the casting for those characters were who I saw and who I envisioned and they were good characters. So I felt like they brought the characters that I had in my head to life. But you took a little too far there, people. Too far. So long day of work. Campaign? I'm torn. Um, but because of the black angry black woman it is hard for me to give it so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the half class also it's just, it's and i want to give it a, a long day but um yeah i was eithering that too like it was one or the other yeah, yeah. i'll give it a half class all right and, Rhea. Give, and i'm gonna give it a half class as well for the exact same reason it was it was a great movie for someone who hadn't read the book, but I just, you know, the angry black woman thing just really threw me. It does. Right. I love you, Carrie Washington, but you killed my book for me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I read the book and I was recommending the book to so many people. Like, it's such a great book. Read the book, read the book. And they were like, oh, I'm going to read the book and then watch the movie. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And then I did. And I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, oh, why not watch the movie? But, you know, yeah. you have that to. That is kind of how you feel. But to us, Please talk to us. Let us know how you felt. We really like to know. We really like to know how 
this transformed from the books to this mini series. We keep saying we get up a Skype date and talk about it if you would like. But Celeste, please answer all those questions that we just portrayed in the last hour of this podcast. <laughs> it was probably the longest. <laughs> right. No, we didn't get a. It didn't get a full bottle. Um, not a full it bottle. Didn't. But I drink. That's you.